0: Hello, welcome back. Here we go. Synchronicity podcast. Today we're doing a podcast on forgiveness. I'm Nicole. I'm Megan. House cleaning is... I said we were posting four episodes today, but I actually meant three because I'm
1: Fine. tired and distracted. We're very tired. It was a lot of family and we're like coming off of family and we had like a three hour nap earlier. I know. I'm so tired. Projector like, life. But
0: it, when your man, Jen, is tired, then oh, man.
1: I was literally know. like I slept in until nine and then got up, walked my dogs. And then what? I don't know. We had an interview earlier this morning for an article that's coming out at the first of the month. Owning your own business is a bitch, but and I love it. And then I took it. a nap, and it was like a three-hour nap of like, oh, my God, it's 4.30 in the afternoon. Holy shit, I got to do life.
0: Anyway, nobody cares about our no, sleeping. but when but we're I'm Nicole. Going to, and I'm Megan, and we're doing why forgiveness is important today because yes. this is a big one. This is um, – you cannot love without forgiveness. you yes. Yourself and others, and it's been – uh, one of the biggest growing, growing points in my life is, um, because when you're in the frequency of forgiveness and love, you cannot be in victimhood.
1: Right. So the root of the word forgiveness is the Latin word pardon, meaning to give completely without reservation. Yeah. And, um, that's deep. It It is deep, but
0: I think one of the most profound moments of both of our lives, um, is when so our our entire thing dates back to when I was our, our healing journey correct dates back to yoga teacher training for me which was 10 years ago um is kind of when our family started to wake up and but it was Just the to breakdown yeah, yeah um it was the breakdown of um you know, my, my thought patterns and thinking like things were a certain way. It was when my mind really started to shift on what, how I, what I've been taught and, you know, how I kind of processed all that. And, uh, we both started in Al-Anon because our dad was a severe alcoholic and alcoholism runs in his family. Um, and we were actually around, um, all of, all of his family over the weekend and, um, you know, it's always interesting to be in your origin and always triggering. The cousins are all really fucking cool. Uh, but, you know, there was something about the baby boomer <laughs> generation that's just like it's nutty to be around and quite exhausting because they. I don't think that they live in this frequency.
1: No, definitely um, not. They're definitely like walking around with blinders. And, like, careful. if you're a baby boomer, it's not that it's blinders. It's just like that... They were they were only taught certain things. I mean, well, it's like what we were talking well, about in the like 70s. The, it's, it's like the, the programming of the but system.
0: Catholic guilt. Oh, yeah. But like, yet they teach forgiveness. It's just kind of interesting. Um, but our our dad, I think, is one of his biggest, and if he ever listens to this, hello, um, is forgiveness of self. And yes. I think that that's kind of where my journey started, and I think it's where a lot of people's journeys start is that I was a profound perfectionist because our mother is a crazy perfectionist, like crazy, crazy, crazy. It's something I really, really struggle with her with. And, um, you know, in a lot of ways, it's really great to have somebody that's a perfectionist. But in other ways, like it's so triggering for me because, you know, you, you it gets to the point where like, oh my God, if I have a cellulite dimple on my ass, no man will love me. It's or a lot. Like Sometimes it's a lot. If every single one of my abs is not like in insane shape and I'm not like 105 pounds, then no one will ever love me. You know, and it transmuted for me into my body, but some people it transmutes into like different things. But
1: Well, and that's a generational thing. Her mother was the same way. Yeah. Mine was an eating disorder. Right. And, and her mother was, you know, it was passed down. I don't right. get over 100 pounds and...
0: Great. and I'm yeah. almost five eight, so that's just crazy but uh when I became a yoga teacher, and I could not be perfect, and it was about me i had it was pointed out to me by one of my mentors that that is sheer and total selfishness, and it is not about you when you walk into that room, it's about your students and you know, if you don't give room for yourself to be imperfect, you're not going to give room for them to be imperfect. And it was a huge wake up call of just like forgiving myself for not being perfect. And in doing so, that caused me to make space for my dad to not be perfect, for my mom to not be perfect, for my sister to not be perfect. And it's like, it is such a beautiful feeling to be flawed and to be okay with those flaws. But this goes back to being pardoned or being forgiven. And it's, a, it's, it's the greatest gift that you can give somebody else to forgive them, but it's even a greater gift to give yourself because it allows you to do without having to – it just makes space for you, I guess is the easiest way right. to put that.
1: Well, forgiveness can lessen its grip mm-hmm. on you. It helps you free you from the control of the person who harmed you or like – your narrative of it. its right. re- It's literally just saying, I'm letting go of control. I have no control of this situation. Like, right. They're going to be who they are. I'm going to be who I am. And like, it's actually really like, it's so freeing. Well, right. And forgiveness is
0: always also really wrapped up with expectations. Um, And it's important to be really intentional and not expectational because when you get into expectations, then you get into victimhood and you get into, well, this person didn't do this or didn't act the way that I wanted them to. So like I'm fucking mad or, you know, for for me, the biggest step was like my parents and the people around me are who they are and they may not be who I needed them to be, but they did the best they could with the tools and with the, the raising or whatever that they, that they had. And that was such a big moment of just like, yo, these people aren't capable of being the person that I needed, but you know, who is me? I'm capable of being that person because I know what I want and need. And I don't have to be in victimhood of, well i needed you to do this and i needed you to do that and it's like why can't i just step up and do that for myself instead of expecting it from somebody else and you know i'm very very intentional of like when i'm having those moments um and i had a lot of them this weekend where i was like well this da, 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 da. and then i get into well that's victimhood and you had uh, you expected this and this and this and that's not you know, I was intentional about, you know, asking for what I wanted or what I needed. And, and it, but when it doesn't work out the way that you think it should, and you go into anger, that, that is not good. Um, you can stick up for yourself and you can make a boundary of like, you know, this didn't feel good, da-da-da-da. but to be hateful or, to be angry when you are angry it's kind of interesting because it means you're faltering somewhere it doesn't mean somebody else did something it means you're faltering on your boundaries you're faltering with your expectations you need to check in with you and it's a huge learning point and it goes hand in hand with forgiveness when you're having a reactive energy happening
1: oh if you're angry i mean the mental and emotional energy it's like ugh. like then you really want to go take a nap
0: but yeah, it's just like forgive forgive yourself and other people for being human and right. you should be able to have a relationship with anybody if you have proper boundaries and proper ability to say like that doesn't feel good or I don't like that And it's something I'm learning in my life is like I don't need to cut people off. I need to just be more um more open to being like, you cannot treat me like that or I will take myself out of this equation and you know not being passive aggressive, being assertive. And, um, it's, and it's a, it's a hard line to walk. Well, and
1: it's huge. Like if you, if you haven't listened to our, bo- our boundaries podcast, it's a great one to listen to in regards to forgiveness, because when you forgive people, you're forgiving yourself at the same time for allowing that person to treat you that way or for that to happen, you know, like boundaries help. From you having to keep forgiving and forgiving and forgiving the same person over and over and over again.
0: Well, I think the most triggering thing for me was realizing when I get mad at people or I do something or like they do something, it usually triggers me and then I realize I do it. And I was like, oh, I fucking hate that. I hate that tidbit of knowledge. So you're welcome. When something fucking makes you mad, check in and see if you do it because nine times out of 10, you do. And (laughs) it really sucks. And then you're like, well, Fuck. This is something that I haven't forgiven in myself or I haven't looked at and it's a blind spot and it really sucks.
1: Well, and like even like in AA, right? Like they talk about the original steps of AA, right? You have to, um, I think it's step four.
0: Well, it's, it's, we forgive our shortcomings.
1: Yeah. What, what number is Uh, that? uh, we confess and share our
0: shortcomings with another person in confidence. Yeah, step, step three. three.
1: Yeah, so like even Bill Wilson and like AA, like, you know, it's it's all, it's and even like the Bible, I mean, like the Ten Commandments and like all of this stuff, like you forgive, God forgive. Like if you, it's all just like kind of guidelines of how to live your life. Well, and when you give space
0: for somebody, it's like, you know, loving, that's unconditional love. It's to love yourself with boundaries, but say, I love you for who you are, not who I expected you to be. Expectations are very, very ugly frequencies. Well, yeah, it's acceptance, not expectations. Well, and it's intention. Like, you know, I don't, you know, and intentions are boundaries. I really don't appreciate you acting like this or doing this or treating me like this or whatever right but it's intentional it's assertiveness it's biting it in the butt before things blow up before forgiveness even needs to take place but it's forgiveness is love
1: well and the only person you're hurting is yourself. And not forgiving someone else is yourself like if you can't forgive someone like you got to check yourself because that's on you dude like that is a hundred percent you.
0: It's such a struggle though, and I'll say, like, I have an ex that won't talk to me or won't forgive me, and he was a huge part of like my awakening and who I am today. And it's such a it's such a horrible feeling to think that somebody hates you. And that like I think that's been at this point I have forgiven myself. Um 'Cause we had a really gnarly breakup, but you know, and I understand that I was young and I understand like I am far, 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 far more intentional because of what happened between him and I and it taught me a lot about myself. But that was actually probably the biggest hurdle I've ever overcome with forgiveness. So I understand to a very small amount like what parents and stuff go through with having to forgive themselves and, you know, the, the trauma and stuff that surrounds that because you really start to beat yourself up. And, um, but what I actually had to realize is that it's not me. He can't forgive. It's himself. And, um, because if he had forgiven himself and forgiven me, he wouldn't have a problem talking to me. Right. Um, it's whatever his part of it was that he can't face. Because facing what somebody else did is really not that big of a deal to point the finger and be like, you are an asshole. It's always us and what we did and our part of it that holds us back. Right. And because guilt, but guilt is a made up emotion. And the thing is, is like when you're vulnerable and you're open, um, somebody will meet you at that frequency. It's actually amazing to drop into vulnerability and be like, I have really fucked up in my life. And I actually had to make an amends over the weekend to one of our cousins that Um, she was actually a part of that breakup and had to see a lot of things when she was very young that she shouldn't have had to and I had to apologize for the person that I was I was like I was you know I but it's because I've accepted and loved that person and have a lot of um, love and grace for where I was at in my life and who I was and how unconscious
1: I was well and it's important to like recognize it
0: yeah, no, and it's like, okay, it's so so it's I growing. fucked Growth. up,
1: but if I had never f- had that fuck up, if I had
0: never had that happen, I would not be who I am today, right. and so I wouldn't take it back, but it's still hard, and so like with our dad, like going full circle, like with our dad, when we, when he was such a bad alcoholic, and actually the reason, or one of the reasons he got sober Was because Nicole and I went to him and we said, I don't care if you're drunk. I don't care if you're whatever. We love you and accept you for the father that you are and not who we needed you to be. And when we opened that space, he stepped in and actually ended up getting sober. And he will be sober nine Nine years years next month.
1: Well, and it's amazing to watch, you know, and I mean, we have the example of only our family, right? And like, you know, if you meet people right where they are, it's amazing what happens just hold space right if you can meet someone in the shit scum and say like i'm right here with you it's amazing how much people are willing to step in and be vulnerable well and i love you no matter what right that's the thing is there's no judgment there's no expectations of you like you know and, and like megan you know megan made an amends but then like there was an aunt that made an amends to me and you know like it happened when i was 15 like i'm 30 34 now You know, and she was like, I have to make this, you know, to you because that was really, that was really fucked up of me. Like I was supposed to be the adult of the situation and I wasn't. And I told her, you know, like, you know, it's all good. Like you did the best you could with what you had in that moment. And like you did the best what you thought we were supposed to do. And, and she, you know, she didn't respond. And I think that that was fine. I mean, she read it. It's all good. You know, like water under the bridge. But, you know, like I didn't hold on to that. But she had been, that had been eating at her um for a really long time because you know that was her choice of those choices and actions and like i was a kid
0: you didn't tell me about this
1: i know i forgot to tell you and then it just came to me when you said that so i can show you the text message what the fuck it's okay
0: (laughs) i'm finding things out on the podcast too no it's totally fine we can look at it later but it's yeah that's really good there's there's so much um
1: So it was definitely, you know, it's even if it's not like making amends today or making amends tomorrow or if you feel like you can't make an amends or like, you know, it's funny because like I haven't made amends to people where I fucked up and they're like, I didn't even that didn't even process in my mind. Like, but I fucked up. So I had to forgive myself by verbalizing it and like expressing it to someone else.
0: Well, and the thing is, is like you know, the the this weekend, like, seeing people that I actually hadn't talked to in a few years because of fucked up family shit that had gone on. And then you see them and you hang out with them and you're like, that shit doesn't even matter. Like, I just really... I love these people. And we all make mistakes and stupid shit happens. And, you know, the thing about it is, is that it, we're human. And when you can forgive yourself and you can hold... When you can own you know, I know there's also a podcast about sorry's 'cause because I fucking eat sorries, but it's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for where I was at or not, you know, like this is what I'm going to do better. And this is, um, what took place and this is how I've grown. And thank you for being a part of my healing. Thank, thank you for being a part of my understanding of myself. Thank you for holding space for me. Thank you for, you know, I i mean, I was an asshole and I fell on my face and you had to see it. Can you hold space for me? And most people will just be like, whoa, yeah. Like, because, I mean, how many people actually do that or even understand that? And when you can hold space for yourself, you're teaching other people how to hold space for themselves and for other people. And this is where healing comes in. And it is so beautiful to watch well, you're setting um, an
1: example. You're setting an example of full embodiment.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I even had you know one of my little cousins that I was apologizing to. She's like, "Thank you so much for saying something. I just didn't know how to reach out." And I'm like, right. she yeah, was a baby, she was you're, also you're you know, still a baby." And I yeah. love you, and I miss having you in my life because I was a shithead, twenty three year old, and like didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And now I'm like, you're, the, you're the older, and I've had situation. to look at it, and now I'm like. I fucked up, but, like, I still, like, can we fix this? Like, right. can, right. can are you willing to lean in because I miss you and I want you in my life? And it, it's just crazy because people actually don't know how to respond to that. No, and they're they have, quite, no, like, they blindsided. No but for the most part, usually when they circle back around and process it, they're like, they'll have so much more respect for you for the ability to admit faults and tell, you know, ask, ask that, hey, can we move forward from this? Well, Cause... it's
1: vulnerability. It's being able to, like, own your shit. And, like, that's the, like, biggest part about life, too, is, like, being able to own your shit and, like, be you're human. Like, you're going to fuck up. We fuck up every day. Excuse my language. But, you know, that's why this is an explicit podcast because I... we say fuck. But, you know, if you're willing to just... No one you're human Two, like we were created equal in the eyes of quote-unquote god whether god that is but like also like if you start forgiving yourself and you start owning your own shit it's amazing what happens around you
0: well it's also like this is what's also great is it always reminds me of eminem right if you haven't watched eight mile go watch that the movie. rapper it's a great movie and like at the end he's like, like he can never rap he can never rap he can never rap and then you know he just goes for it but he uses all of the other guys ammunition by owning who he is owning his faults owning his shortcomings owning you know and he's like now tell these people something they don't already know it's like if you own who you are and you're able to accept that and you're able to forgive yourself and stand in your truth no one can come at you they they can't because you're like, yeah, tell me something I don't already know. Like, tell right. me, you can't tell me who I am. I know who I am and I love her and I accept her or I love him and I accept him or whatever you are. The the thing is, is like, that's true power. That's truth. When you can stand in your truth and you know who you are and you've forgiven the pieces of yourself that you don't think are perfect, but they really are. um And you accept that you're learning and you accept it's like self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, all of these things, it's like. I want all of you to like close your eyes and really feel that frequency because it literally makes you unstoppable. Well, and and if somebody like no one can shame you no or anything because you're you. like okay. yeah you become unfuckable with it's yeah, like you, you okay really can't like come at with. me try to tell me something I don't know I've already accepted that in myself but that also is pure vulnerability because. At any point, any conversation that I'd have with somebody, I can step in. I can show up. I can show up for them. I can show up for myself. And I can hold space because of that frequency and the shit that I've had to walk through. And as you step in and as you choose to be conscious, as you choose to take responsibility, as you choose to forgive, as you choose to love, you be, you become embodied. You be, this. This is wholehearted living. This is what it means by being like The Man in the Arena by Eisenhower. And, you know, you might be face down. You might be charred with dust and dirt and blood. But guess what? You're the person that knows victory eventually. You're the one that knows love because you're willing to step in and you're willing to, again, hold space. And I think that it's been one of the biggest lessons. So we wanted to do a podcast about it because, Forgiveness is a big, 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 big part of that. And I work on it every day.
1: And um, Well, you can feel the difference. You can feel the difference in someone's frequency if they can't hold space for you. It's judgmental. It's dry. And they can't hold space for themselves. It's mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's very different than someone that's like, okay.
0: like It's unconscious. I get it. You are an unconscious person if you cannot hold space hold space and you cannot forgive and And
1: hold space we mean hold space and like we've never really dove into that like meaning because to me megan and i write holding space because we're yoga teachers we understand how to hold space for a room it's grounding energy yeah Yeah, and it's like being willing to like there's no judgment it's like almost a judgment-free bubble that we create we just listen yeah you don't say anything we make eye contact if for in person. Um, you know, it's just that like being of and it does it's not about us, it's about them. Right. It's energe- it's an
0: energetic quality of basically silence paying attention, but I always kind of imagine like opening up my auric field. Like you're you're wrapping that person in your auric field because it's basically empathy. And it is the difference between compassion, sympathy and empathy is compassion is like oh, okay, well, like, I feel this way, you feel that way, like, we're feeling a certain way, but there's still excuse me, separation. Sympathy is like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. It's super condescending. And then... um, Oh,
1: the S word.
0: And then empathy is, I'm fucking in this with you. I feel your pain. I'm here. I'm in the trenches. And it's not, how do you fix that? It's how are we going to fix this? I am here and I am in this with you. And it is intense. It's an intense energy. And that's why, you know, loving yourself and loving others is really important because it takes the love frequency to actually hold empathy. Um, And that's what is so difficult is because a lot of people don't love themselves, so they can't love others. So they actually aren't capable of empathy.
1: So the baseline is forgiveness. So the baseline is forgiveness and love.
0: Uh, and I think they go hand in hand. I don't think you can separate love without forgiveness. I agree. And to pardon yourself, pardon others, to love them and to be there. C- Open space.
1: Acceptance. Yeah. Just don't be a dick and judge people.
0: Dude. Like, Well, such a I mean, tank. I still have my moments where I'm yeah, like, you're being a judgy bitch right now, but <laughs> you don't um, go tell
1: that person you're being a judgy bitch.
0: No, but then I also like check myself real quick and I'm like, dude, you've done things like you have no room to fucking talk. And then I'm like, you're right. And that is humility, humble, being humble. And, but being humble is also being able to open space. Um, But I pray that everybody finds that and I meditate on it a lot. And I, um, you know, I hope that the people that I have done things to, um, especially in my unconscious years, have the capacity to forgive and to um, accept me and them and all of the above. And I'm super grateful that this weekend that, you know, the people that I needed to make amends with actually held space for me and accepted that. Um, It it feels really good. It feels so good. And I, it made me really happy. And um, I hope that I get to experience more of that in my life because we've all had our moments of no being perfect shit heads no one's
1: perfect like it is like if you can own your shit like you're doing it right doing it right
0: yeah yeah trying
1: yep so that's forgiveness for today and the power of forgiveness if you guys have any questions dm is synchronicity underscore sisters and synchronicity 222 on instagram
0: i think that's it for today okay there bye. you go bye <laughs>